Welcome to the first half of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first half of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. Available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. For only $5 a month, premium members get early access to the full binge. Vote on monthly commentaries, tournaments, games, and access to the Binge Media Discord server. Join us today at patreon.com slash binge media for only $5 a month. Well, here, here's your opportunity. And now, the Binge Cast. Happy Holiday. Happy Holiday. Where the Binge Cast boys keep drinking. Happy Holiday. season and Moreno is gonna go to his kitchen to get a taco wash it down with a glass of Tito's it is fucking time for pinch cast now it is time for fucking pinch cast now it's the pinch cast season and Jim Law's got some Pixar toys for him to play with but not as two boys Binge cast show is eight hours, oh boy. Better grab a fucking drink and sit down. Better grab a fucking drink and sit down. Law's got a cold six pack upon his lap. And fucking ginger beers for Pete MC. So leave a peppermint stick, you baba dick. Drinking round the Christmas tree. It's the binge cast season. The holiday season. So whoop de doo. And Dickory Dieter Fine, I'll stop burping it, Peter <laughs> You need to stop yelling Cause you just broke the meter But we know I was taking surprise poops But we know I was taking surprise poops We got the TV roundup And the Google Voice yeah. And movie reviews for you And for me, go on a mushroom trip Watch Battleship What the fuck you watch this week? It's the binge cast season The holiday season So whoop de doo Oh, I'm definitely jerking off to one of these <laughs> well, Can you wait till we round up some teams? It is fucking time for binge cast Gotta love the binge cast Greatest fucking show in town Happy holiday Happy holiday Garrett does say, Yay. while the bench cast boys <laughs> keep drinking, happy holiday to you. Merry Christmas, you Baba Dukes. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the bench cast. Um, I, I didn't hear that updated version yet. That was amazing, Pete. That's the uh, first time. The first time we played it. I recorded oh, that. Didn't... Yeah, I recorded that uh, when I went to visit Alex uh, a couple months ago. Oh, nice. Secret missions. First time. I never know anything about Sanders. And it's okay, though, because when they get played, they're like, you know, nice little surprises. Do you want, but like, then I little... feel left out. I get happy and then sad, is what I'm saying. Do you want push notifications for Sanders? <laughs> no, just to, like, hey, what's up? We're working on new Sanders. Yeah? You want that? You'll probably be like, uh, fuck off. I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I, might, I, might be I don't know bad. what mood you'll be in. <laughs> what, what, am I moody? <laughs> I don't know. This week, you felt moody. I did? 
Oh my god, what did I do? Some of your texts were a little moody. Oh. <laughs> okay. It was just like hey, um still good for uh this weekend? Sure. Uh what time do you want to start? <laughs> Seven. All right. <laughs> you gonna now watch let's this? Read, now no. let's read what really happened. Shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Let's read here. I'm gonna. It just felt very short. Like it just it. Not that you were moody. It just because you maybe you were busy and you just wanted to get back to me. Maybe you got back to me in a timely fashion. But it just felt like yeah, he's not. All right, you don't elaborate too much on that. Still, so we were recorded a com the other day, and you said still good for tonight. I said yeah, going to be more like seven thirty though. Okay, so not at all. (laughs) Love the tone you put on that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you uh, sent me a movie. Like, any interest in time for this? I said, nope. <laughs> that's that's not moody. That's just something we've done for the last ten years. Like, um, and then you're like, today, time. That so you're moody because you just said time. Like, you might as well say time, motherfucker. And I said shooting for seven ish, and you just gave me an emoji. So, maybe this is more about this me than you. Maybe from. maybe I needed more this week. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I just needed love and I wasn't getting it. Oh, like okay, I, I will admit that I'm not I'm not dishing out love with my text. That's not something <laughs> you're gonna get from me. Well, why not? I don't know. It's just it's busy. It's the holiday <laughs> season, as we heard. You know, this, this is a funny exchange. Uh, we were talking about stuff we we're gonna watch for the show, and you said also Sebastian's new stand-up, oh, this and I was fantastic. like, "Oh, what's that called?" And you were like, "Is it me?" I think that's the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, "Forget it, I don't like him." And you're like, "Ha!" And I'm like, "Italian this, Italian that." Shut up! And then you're like, "Ha!" So <laughs> this is a back. And, this is a normal back and forth between you and I, Peter. I don't understand where your disappointment in me is coming from at all. Sorry, I was playing with my mic there. Yeah, like I said, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it was just my week, and I was you, just. Um... You asked for a video file. I sent you the <laughs> file immediately. <laughs> Goddamn evidence! It's uh, okay. Yeah, like I said, maybe I uh, was having a rough week, and I just needed elaboration. And I'm not saying that's your fault. Maybe that's on, that's on me. I just want to be clear. I was not being moody at all. Sometimes, mm-hmm. though, when I am at work. Yeah, I will have like one word answers, right? Because I only got yeah, that's two fine. seconds in between jobs. So I'm yeah, just like, yep, nope, uh huh, yep. You know what? It's so. also been a quiet week on the uh, on the group text anyway. Alex mm-hmm. is uh, not feeling well, so oh, it was just like a little matter. downtime as far as like right. we weren't like communicating. We don't think, yeah, his nonsense wasn't on there at all. That's all right. He had a birthday and he was like hungover for three years. He had a birthday. Hammond had a birthday. Yeah, everyone's birthing up, right? Yeah. Leveling up. Mm-hmm. Well, happy birthday to those guys. Yes. Uh, but it's just you and I tonight, Peter. Yes, it is. And uh, this is the free binge, of course. You heard Alex explain all the free binge, full binge nonsense in, earlier in the opening. And um, yeah, this is the free binge. We're going we're to talk about a movie today. We're going to talk about a new television show. And we're going to uh, listen to a voicemail. And then uh, everything else that we're going to do is going to be in the full binge. That's it. That's how it works. Yes, sir. Uh, I was a little bit late coming tonight uh, because we're just finishing up dinner and all of a sudden um, this animated movie conversation broke out uh, between me and my family. And we were kind of remembering back to all the animated movies we went to when they were little, like in what we loved and what we didn't love. 
Hmm. And uh, and now they're all older. It's so much, it's so much fun to have these conversations because, like, if you don't like a movie that everyone else likes, like you get piled on, like, <laughs> like, like you want to leave the family, like you know what I mean. Like Jess at one point goes, you know, I didn't like Coco. The Ooh. fucking room exploded. Oh my god. <laughs> We were like, what? What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, Jesus. You fucking Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin uh, fucking divorced her from the family. <laughs> oh, man. It was fun, though. Just uh, They're bringing up all these movies that re- they remember when they were a kid. And Jess and I are like, oh, that was brutal to bring you to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we hated that. It was so bad. The movie um, was or the, the, the yeah, like the movie, like yeah. Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we brought one of them. I, I think it was TJ, it was like a stars and stroller, so you could bring a like a baby in the movie. Remember, I, I think I talked about this when, when we were doing it actually. <laughs> and it's all babies and shit running around the th- like or oh, toddlers, God. you know what I mean? And they're all running around, and we're trying to watch movies. And I, I'm the worst participant for this, like, I don't, I get it. We can spend time with our kid and, and try to catch a movie, and maybe he enjoys some of the movie. None of the kids watch the movie ever. Like they just fucking run around the fucking theater the entire time, and I'm just like, I this is never happening again, and it oh, didn't. God. We never, we never did it again. Jeez. Yeah, oh. it's, it was the Gremlins theater. Sounds like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but they at least the Gremlins they got hooked on Seven Dwarfs, right? That's like, right. There like, was a single. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> there's no sing-along at this thing. It's just like popcorn <laughs> being thrown in my nostrils. Oh, shit. Um, but it was fun. I, I love these conversations now that they're older. Um, I miss, you know, I miss when they're younger and just going to see and watching, like, watching, like, Avery's eyes light up during Frozen. Like, I'm never going to get that again. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, but uh, now to have, like, real movie conversations with them is great. It's fucking, it's the best. Look what you did. Huh? Look yeah. what you did. I fucking I did I did the movies right I did it. You did good. You did good, kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good. even though like they're breaking off into shit, like I don't watch now. Like Ethan's watching a lot of anime now, and I'm like, I just walk in the room. I'm like, what's this? So, I don't know, like Dragon Ball Z, fucking Naruto, fucking uh, Chainsaw Man, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I just walk out. Like I don't <laughs> care. About oh my anything. god, no! <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. No, I know. I, I'm just like, oh, okay. And I sit there, and, I, and I'll stop on the stairs, and I'll watch it for a bit. Yeah. And it's just constant screaming. Oh, like it's yeah? just They just scream at each other. All, like, everyone is completely on edge and amped up, and they're just like, Wah! And I'm just like, what is going on? And yeah, that's like, not for me. Uh, <laughs> this is awful. Um, but it's good. I like that, you know, I want them to uh, get into different stuff. You find their own way, right? Yeah. Like, every uh, binged all of... Wednesday, and I didn't. Mm. I didn't even watch that at all. But she's she binges shows in a room. It's not great because she just lays in bed and watches these fucking shows for hours. But she's still binging through shows. You know what I mean? And then she yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah. She's like, "That was great." And I was like, "All right, maybe I'll check it out." I uh, watched. Uh, I caught it. Ooh. I'll review that in the uh, full binge. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So the TV show we're gonna do today is uh, Three Pines. Mm-hmm. It's a new Amazon. Prime show, and the movie we're going to talk about is, uh, it's not brand new, but Jesus Christ, is anything brand new right now? Like, honest to God, like, um, The Fablements, because uh, we're big Spielberg fights around here, and we didn't get a chance to get in the theater, but we got our hands on a copy, so we're going to do that for the movie, yeah. and uh, we got a couple voicemails. Are we going to split them up, or do you want to do both now, or what do you want to do? Up to you, you're the boss. 
Let's do it's Christmas. Let's do both. Let's do both. Speaking yeah. of Christmas, I also want to uh, promote the twelve comms of Bingemas. Oh yes, uh, that we will be releasing. I think the first day is December fourteenth, yes. and the uh, full list is out. The first three commentaries are free. Anyone can yes. uh, download those. And then the old back nine you got to pay for on Patreon. <laughs> and you got to swing for the fences to get those. All right. And uh, go all the yards that you can. What? <laughs> you ruined it. No one uh, has ever said that. Go all the yards? Go all the yards that you can is what I would say to a football player. I want to see Tom shit-faced on a Sunday as, like, fucking – 800 bucks on a game. Yep. They're down. He needs like seven points for the over under or some shit. And some guy like breaks a tackle at the 20 and he's going and, and Tom's just like, go all the yards, go yeah. all the yards. Yeah, exactly. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, let's say it's, um, 60 yards to the end zone. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's like, I don't get 59. I need you to go all the yards. <laughs> right. For the touchdown. That covers all the yards that he needs until that end zone. Right, right. It's you know, listen. I'm not. It's not that crazy. What I just I said. It's, it's not. It, it officially it makes sense. It does, and everyone honestly would understand what you're saying. It just sounds awful. Listen, you know? everyone in their fancy terms, right? About how to play a game. <laughs> Who cares, okay? They're just copying, you know, the guys in the suits at the round table, seven of them, because we need all those guys all at once talking. But I make up my own things. Yeah. That, they work. They work for you, Pete. That's all that matters, right? I just, I wish, like, I, I wish teams would use your verbiage sometimes. Like, they have many, many plays, right? Like a football team will have lots yeah. of plays that they yeah. use. Quarterback, they get in the huddle, and the quarterback will call one out. I wish they would just say, "All right, let's do the the thirteen yards play." All right, we're going to do the the yard the the play that gets us the thirteen yards. Yeah, and then they do that play, and then they they're like, "Oh, the time's running out." All the yards play. We got to do the play yeah. that gets us all the yards. And I'm then sure that's it. I'm sure there's a big dummy on the team that's going, "Hey, coach, how many uh, yards do we need to win? <laughs> all of them. We go all the yards. All the yards." A big dummy that's played football his entire life doesn't know how many yards they need to win the game. <laughs> He's just like a six, seven, three hundred and ten pound guy, just quit elementary school and was right to the NFL. All the yards, all the yards, go and break. <laughs> that was good. See, you're getting, you're good. You throw anyway. In, uh... Perfect verbiage sometimes, and then just nonsense. It's really a great mix. And just to, uh, you know, bring it back, the 12 comms of Bingemas starting December 14th. So look look out for that. Yeah, I've been on a few. They've been fucking blast. Um, mm-hmm. We're not done yet, either. No, I know. Um, it's the 10th right now. Yeah. We need to do three more. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Look at this has been way less stressful for me. Obviously, because I have not been on a lot of them. I, mean, yeah. I have actually only been on three. Right? Three? I think so. Three or 
Um, I don't know. Well, three and then the one that's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's been way less stressful for me. You know, I'm happy to help out. Put it that way. But (laughs) I'm just just, there's there's no way that I was going to be on every one of these goddamn things again. No, yeah. At least it's not the 25 days of Christmas. That'd be. No, that would have been ridiculous. I'm willing to start Halloween as soon as you're done this, though. We can do one a month or one. Yeah, I think we should do month. 13 for Halloween next year. I, I'm not a fan of going backwards with our, you know, with oh. what we do. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, it's like me doing 101 Damnations. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's when I, I watched 101 first watch horror movies in one October. A few years ago, I was never going to go like, okay, well, this year I'll do 31. Like, who cares? You got to go 102, right? Like, you can't, you can't go backwards. You have to one up yourself. Well, what if we don't go backwards and we don't do anything? That's not going backwards, right? We just, I gave totally up. agree with that. Okay. <laughs> just because I've never done it again. So I was like, like, we did it. We did it. We don't have to do it again. We did I it. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do those voicemails. Let's do it. Now it's time to cut a goog, a fucking goog. Call up those drunk dance dudes. Pete, we piss all over his feet. Jack, attack. Tuesdays on Patreon. Goog, fucking goog. Everybody cut a fucking goog. To be. <laughs> Uh, to get back a little bit to what we were just talking about, did you, you never responded? I put out an idea in the group chat. I'm not going to reveal it here because I loved it. <laughs> I have to look now. Yeah. It's, well, this is a while ago. It was oh. for um, Groundhog's Day. Do you remember that idea that I pitched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, do you like that or no? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So it might be something. Oh, wait, wait. Groundhog's Day or April Fool's? No, it was Groundhog's Day. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that works out. Okay. Um, seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. The Google Voice number. Leave us a mm-hmm. voicemail, a game, a review, and we'll play it mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. And you said we're playing both, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here's the first. Hey guys, it's Alex. Um, I'm I'm really I'm still enjoying the uh, Halloween commentaries. I mean, thirty one days that's a lot mm-hmm. for me to mm-hmm. listen. And I just, just some revelations, right? Like things I just didn't know about you guys. And, and, you know, Jim, as you know, most of them are always about Pete because, you know, fucking man of mystery, Pete Chetnik. Uh, so I'm listening to the VHS commentary, um, Patreon exclusive, I think. Um, I had never seen VHS, so it was kind of late on my list of commentaries to listen to because I feel like I should watch the movie before I listen to the commentary, right? Right. Anyway. Listening to the commentary, I learned Pete doesn't like mirrors. Now, I don't, like, have a mirror on my Amazon wish list. It's not, like, high on my, like, I love looking at my face in the mirror. But, like, to actively hate mirrors, I don't know. That's, that's just kind of that's kind of special. So, Pete, I don't know who's going to get you for Mystery Santa this year, but I hope Santa puts, like, whole bunch of little makeup mirrors in your stock because <laughs> this is a fucking mirror. Welcome, Alex. 
you've kind of summed up my life with Pete. I sometimes I, I get amazed with Pete, and he thinks I'm making fun of him, or he thinks that I'm like I want to make a bit out of it or whatever. But I I am genuinely like, what? Like like I am just so taken aback by some of the stuff that you uh, you feel strongly about. You know what I mean? And yeah. you don't, and you usually like this change the subject and all that. And I just like to kind of dig in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did that with the mirror conversation. I kind of wouldn't let it go. Yeah. Where I wanted to know more about why you don't like mirrors, <laughs> but you're just like, look at, I don't like mirrors. Let's just fucking move on. Um, it's, but but that, I don't know what I look like or else I'm going to be like <laughs> self-conscious all night. And I could just pretend <laughs> I could think what I look like, I what I look like, how I think. How I think I look like. I can't even get that out. But what if you, like, what if, oh, okay. I, I, like, listen, I'm not, I don't even want to challenge you on it. Like, I don't think you're wrong. I just am fascinated with it. I'm like Alex. Like, I, like it's special. Like, that's a great word. Like, that is a special, <laughs> that is a special stance to take in life. But what I'm saying to you, like, I'm just, what if yeah. you got like a giant booger or something and, or something on your shirt and that you'll never notice it if you don't really like go to the bathroom and just like take one second to be like, Okay, it's, this is all right. I mean, even if you don't like what you see in your face or whatever, but <laughs> you your presentation is decent enough to leave the bathroom. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah, but um, I'd just rather not know. I could I could have my own little world going on in my head. Like I look like this tonight. It's not what, what I look like. <laughs> like is it different? Is it different people? Like when you're imagining what you look like, is it? Are you basing it on like movie characters or anyone that in, in particular? No, I just think like, oh, you know, I'm not going to look in the mirror tonight and I'm just going to be flawless tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is wrong with my facial um, design <laughs> tonight. My hair is ever, like... uh, on point and um, I am gorgeous tonight. Have you, have you ever got ready like to go out with Michelle to like somewhere, you know, like not normal, like, uh, you know, like a non-casual event or something and you got to kind of dress up a little bit yeah like do you ask her how do i look or has she ever said you're not wearing that and like you had to go change and shit no she kind of trusts me with um okay see then you you got the confidence you can fucking imagine that you look tight like you're tight (laughs) or she just doesn't want (laughs) to she knows how self-conscious i am so she stays away she doesn't want to ruin the night she She still wants to go so she's not gonna say (laughs) you're wearing that (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm staying home and doing a binge cast. Goodbye. Yeah, that's why I'm so comfortable down here on Saturday <laughs> nights in my basement. Not a mirror in sight. Right. Oh, Thank God we don't do fucking video. We used to. I'm like, God damn it. That's why I used to wear masks all the time. <laughs> all right, uh, second uh, voicemail. Keen, stop paying attention to me. Listen to the commentary. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Here we go. What up, Binge Media? It's your boy, the Duke. And I just had a call in. This is quick, quick review, fun phone call. Uh, but real quick, I just got to say, looking forward to hopefully, hopefully coming to Lollapalooza 2023. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think Vegas is 2024, right? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I got to say, I just left Violent Night. Me and Papa Duke went tonight. And I'll tell you what, this was all kinds of things. I know you guys reviewed it on the show last week, but I couldn't help myself but to call in 
and just say what a fantastic fucking movie that was. It was everything. It was the Christmas spirit. It keeps the Christmas charm in there. That's that's the beauty of this movie. The Christmas charm is throughout. I loved it. And Pete, this is why I love going to the theater. It was a full theater, and every goddamn person in the Ew. movie was into the movie. Gross. So much laughter <laughs> where laughter needed to be. Ugh. It was such a great time. Ugh. The kills, the oohs, the ahs, the, the ohs. This is, might be, if you guys redid the Christmas tournament, I'm not going to lie, this might be a top five movie, I think. I think I'm going to state it right now. It's a top five Christmas movie for me, without a doubt. I had so much fun. The in-Christmas movie references, everything. Harbaugh's often his O's that are ho-ho's. I just had a great time. Fantastic movie. Nine on ten. Suck a Baba Dick. All right, we're gonna we're talking about Violet Night later, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah. In the full in the full bench. So what we're gonna do, uh, Chad, is we're going to pull up the Christmas tournament. I have it, yeah. And we're gonna look at the top eight, and we're gonna put Violent Night against every single one of those movies to see if it would actually make the top eight. Damn. Okay. Really? Yeah, we're gonna do that. He says it's top five. It could I know, be I'm top just saying, five. We, I've only seen it once, and I'm sure the top eight is shit that I've seen over and over I know. Again. Okay. I know, but we got to do this honestly, and we just got to say, look, there's got to be, I don't know. I don't remember the top eight. I'm, I, you know, the top four is pretty predictable, but the top eight, there might have been something in there that that Violent Night beats out. I don't know. I don't even know how I felt about it yet, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Could All be right, a playing Chad. game. Who knows? It could be. Could be. Yeah, I All went right. to the theater to see that. Oh, did was it like with people singing and laughing and shouting and stuff? I think there was four people, including uh, me and my wife. Okay, this amazing. is your dream. Yeah, I was gonna say this. You both had great theatrical experiences with this film. <laughs> I didn't see a single soul. Oh, it was amazing! That, is, that does sound amazing. Oh my god! Was it? A week old at this point? Is that why? Uh, well, I did right. see it around like three. So people were still at work. I don't think yeah. kids would have been able to get there in time after school. That's yeah, well, that's key. Yeah. Matinees are key. Yeah. To success. At the exactly. Not full house where everyone's laughing together, breathing all over each other. <laughs> that's a nightmare now. Oh my god! If I had a dream where I'm in a packed theater and everyone is going ape shit for Avengers Endgame, I would, I'd kill myself. That is a fucking nightmare. No, thank you. Would you, when the uh, in my theater when and during uh, Infinity War when Spider Man fucking disappeared mm -hmm. and the girls next to us started fucking bawling their eyes out. Would you like that? No, <laughs> I don't want anyone. Ne I like. I look at the, um, you know, you can buy your seats ahead of time. And I just, like, keep checking the app every every hour until I go to the fucking room. So, but what's that going to do? Like, if so, if someone sits next to you, you're going to buy different seats? You can't yeah, return Yeah, I'll cancel it seats. and I'll move. I've done yeah, it. but you can't cancel it. Can yeah, you? I can. Oh, I, oh, okay. On my theater, you can't. Like, there's no, uh, basically, there's no refunds. No, I can't. I mean, 
I've done it a couple of times where I actually talked to the manager like, oh, can I switch it to tomorrow because something happened? And he was like, okay. But on the app or online, there's literally no way to change it. The uh, I have a Cinemark. No, oh, okay. I'm Maybe allowed can, to uh, cancel. You, up. you can't move your seats, which would be – I'd like yeah, that a that... lot easier. But I don't know if that fucks anything up. But you have to cancel it and then buy it again. Oh, okay. Well, same thing, right? It just takes you a little bit more time. It takes a little bit longer, but it'd be nice mm-hmm. to move. Just fucking move your seat. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you just keep checking. Oh, God. I get so stressed out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have the coffiest guy next to me just coughing up popcorn kernels on my cheek. We've been uh, we've been discussing New Year's film this year. Mm. Um, usually, you know, we'll pick a, a new kind of food restaurant and then go to a movie on new year's yeah haven't done it the last couple of years obviously but um and i'm, and I'm thinking avatar right because there's nothing else in the theater that's really going to be worth me going to pay fucking like 90 dollars for all of us to go to the theater yeah. um but it's fucking three over three hours long is it really over three yeah and i'm just like you know michigan plays at four okay like <laughs> this was a meeting we had i'm like michigan plays at four yeah. So we can go after. But if we go like if we go like anywhere close to nine o'clock, we're gonna be in the theater for New Year's Eve. And Jeff is like, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, okay, but the game the game could be three hours in itself. So we're gonna have a two hour gap in there. Mm. Maybe, maybe an hour and a half gap of hoping that there's a screening going on. Like this is this this is what we got. Like, I'm telling you, this is how New Year's Eve is going to go. And we still got to eat. Like, when are we going to eat? Like, during the Michigan game or four o'clock? Like, I don't know what's happening. Listen. Uh, so it's just annoying. Food is important, and a family theater is important. This Michigan thing you're talking about. <laughs> you fucking. You fucking just you. go on Google and type in Michigan end score. Final <laughs> score. It'll tell you. You shut your goddamn mouth. I want to see all the yards. All right, <laughs> all the yards gained in that game. I want to see all of every single. You want one to of see them. all the yards get got. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is by far the most important part of my New Year's Eve. Okay. This Michigan game. Yes, like, it's not even. It's not even close. All right. Well, you should so, tell your family to go to the movie, and then you just come in later. I just come in. I come in at like the two hour mark. What I missed? Yeah. Like, are they still underwater? <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that camera looks great, James. <laughs> I'm just talking to the screen. Hey, Jimmy Bo. Jimmy Bo. Great Jim. shot. Jimmy C, looking great. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways, that's what I'm I'm a little stressed out over New Year's Eve. Unless something pops up that I'm not thinking about around New Year's Eve that we can go to the theater to see. Because I to be honest with you. Uh, I I don't want to see Avatar in the theater. Like I just don't. Like it's Ugh. just too long. No. Well, yeah, that was a conversation my wife and I had about the Fablemans. Yeah. And that runtime, but we'll talk about that in news. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of which, you want to do uh, teas? Teas. We'll do. TV round, TV round, TV roundup. Walking Dead West World, and this is us. Jim Law and Emin and Moreno too are gonna review TV for you. 
repeat MC is not the Sasquatch. Watching and waiting for the fucking twist. Suck a bubble dick. What'd you watch? Time. Google Voice. Time. Get the fuck out of the way. TV Roundup is the best time. You know fucking Michael Sampson's gay. Oh my god, hurry up, can we break for pee? So law can piss in a cup. Law just missed and pissed on his feet. That's the TV round. That's the TV round. That's the TV roundup. Suck on my balls. So there's there's some deep cuts in that sounder. And uh-huh. maybe some of the new listeners don't. Get him. So I want to explain the uh, Sasquatch thing mm. without spoiling it, because if people want to go back and get that whole era of the show, um, this is what happened. <laughs> Years ago, a new like in our group, our, we have a Facebook group called Binge Media, a Facebook group of fans and uh, and staff, and a new member joined, and it was the name was just Sasquatch. <laughs> And no one kind of t- took credit for who Sasquatch was, and this bothered Jack. So Jack uh, went on a mission to find out who it was. Uh, now, this was around the time that Making a Murderer was popular. Uh, what was the other? Serial, uh, cer- right? Serial mm-hmm. was popular, yeah, popular yeah. too. Yeah, so so what was, the, what was the show called? Was it Making a Sasquatch? Yep, Making a Sasquatch. All right, so Jack started a show, like he had a side show on the network called Making a Sasquatch. So if you want to go back... And listen to those episodes. Jack literally, he will have a, a new guest on every week. It's not how many episodes is it? Do you think? I think it's either three or four. Oh, that I thought it was like six. No, well, maybe least. it is six, but I, I honestly don't right. remember. Anyway, so Jack will go through uh, an episode <clears throat> and then give his determination on whether he thought the person that he talked to or about on that episode is Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, he does find out who it is. And, um, it was fucking one of the funniest times ever because there are certain few people that knew who Sasquatch was the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even funnier talking about it now than it actually was. Like, it's so funny to me that Jack, <laughs> and it was a great idea. Like Jack had a great idea, but at the same time, all of us that knew were like supporting him and telling him to do it. And we were such assholes. Like, you know what I mean? Like we were huge assholes. Yeah. Yeah. But it turned out great content. Like, it was a great fucking show that had a great ending, basically. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. So go back and listen to Making a Sasquatch. You can just search for it on our uh, on our site. I can't people search on our site? Yeah, I think so. You sure? And, or okay. you could just Google um, Binge Media uh, Making a Sasquatch. Yeah. Okay. That and then, too. yeah, it'll be, it'll be one of the first things. Um, it, was, it, was super, it was super funny. It was just one of the funniest fucking times. Like Sasquatch is, Sasquatch is actually on the show. Like we have, whoever Sasquatch is had a voice changing thing, and he interviewed Sasquatch. Yeah, that's the the last episode. That was the real. That's the reveal. That's the reveal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. Yeah. So like, Sas would uh, post like every day on Facebook, Mm. just like his traveling around the states, Mm -hmm. meeting other. 
yeah, listeners would, and stuff like right, that. Right, like he came he came to my city. Yeah. He, he took a picture with me. He went to meet Ammon. Yeah. Um it was <laughs> So I think, like for uh, Jack's episodes, I think he would kind of look and look at the what was going on that week, and he would, and and he, but he'd get into analytics of of like (laughs) the posts, and like he'd really break like like a lot of tech nerd shit, like about where the posts are coming from. Oh yeah, he was trying to find yeah uh, like IP addresses. Yeah, yeah, he was getting deep, deep into it because it was really bothering him. But it was great because he did that. Made it so fucking great to listen to. I loved it. I love mm-hmm. that show so much. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, all right, what are we doing? Oh, TV. Teves. Three pines. Now, um, I think okay. the fourth episode dropped today or last night. Yeah, I think three and four dropped yesterday. Oh, okay. And how far did you get? I watched three, and I uh, did not get to four. Okay, I did one. You did one episode. I yeah, I only had time for one. Now I don't know where I'm going to go from there. But okay, could, let's get into it. So uh, a major reason that I wanted to watch this, I don't necessarily know if I would have watched this without this kind of link. But um, so my friend Gavin Booth, who is a director, and uh, so he's the one the movie um, Scarehouse that we got our quote on the DVD cover. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was his movie. He didn't necessarily pick the quote, but the people that did the promotion for the DVD cover did it. Um, He's from my area, and he did a movie called Last Call a couple years ago. So good. That was phenomenal. Like, it was one of my top ten of the year that year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I got you a link, um, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really good. And the star of that movie is his wife, Sarah Booth. And she's phenomenal in this movie. Like, she's, it, it, like, really, really unbelievable. I got to go to the fucking uh, world premiere of it. It was in our uh, downtown in our city. Um, and they were on stage answering questions. And it was just it was just a fucking, it was just a, a blast. Like, the whole, you know, ordeal of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, so she's in this show with, like, Alfred Molina and a very heavily promoted show on Amazon. Like, they're really pushing this show. You see fucking ads for it everywhere. And uh, so... I was excited. There was like, you know, I had that kind of link that Sarah Booth was in this, so I wanted to watch that. And um, we're trying to figure out a show to do on the free binge because we usually like to do a new show. Oh boy, people are dying upstairs. <laughs> They're still fighting about animated movies in the kitchen. <laughs> Coco is having a rough time. Up <laughs> and uh, I mentioned this to you, and, and you were kind of like, uh, I don't know. And then you're like, oh, your boy's wife's in this. And I was like, yeah, well, that's why I'm watching it. So uh, that's, and I think that what got you to watch it too right? yeah this is not something that would come across uh, right my desk right. all right so th- we're in agreement that uh we can um agree that yeah. we're in agreement that we can agree that we watched it because uh we kind of had a little bit of a, a link to somebody in the show that's it yeah i agree all i right. agree with that all right so uh three pines is set let me read this one is the uh, synopsis here following chief inspector armand gamash uh, that is Alfred Molina. As he investigates cases beneath the idyllic surface of the Quebec village, Three Pines, finding long buried secrets and facing a few ghosts of his own. Um, yeah, so there is a something happens or someone dies in this this uh, this what do they call it a village? Yeah, village Three Pines, yeah. and he gets the call because uh, I I don't even know why he gets the call. He's just like. Uh, 
He's like somewhere else in the beginning of this movie, of the show. And yeah, then like all of a sudden not... they're there. I'm like, wait a minute, are we supposed to be finding all those other people? Yeah, so the, it's weird because there's a couple cases going on in his life, right? Yeah, yeah, like he's in the big city, like he's in Quebec, and there's all these protests and all this shits going on. There's a missing person, and he seems involved with that. And all of a sudden, he get, kind of gets pulled to Three Pines, and he has to solve this other case. And both are kind of ongoing at the same time during um, the first two two episodes, at least. I'll say this, Pete. You haven't watched the second episode. One of the investigations is is done in the second episode. Oh, shit. Like they, yeah, like they, they wrap it up. And I was almost at a point where I forgot about the other one. And I was like, is this... Is this season only two episodes? <laughs> I didn't know really what was going on because it seemed like the whole show was done. Um, but huh. wait, so is it the? Would you tell me if I say who, or you don't want to say that? Um, uh, people want to watch. It, yeah, so okay, because yeah, well, I could I could I say two know. different things, but I just don't want. Yeah, to. okay. I don't even know if it's a deterrent that that something is summed up. I, I will say this. Some, one of the cases is summed up, yes, but in episode three, um, there's still links to both places, okay? Mm. So he's, there's still links to uh, the Quebec uh, protests and all that kind of shit, yeah. and there's still links to Three Pines. The show's called Three Pines. I don't imagine he's going to be leaving anytime soon. No, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, but it's just weird that the main, what you think, I'll say this to you, what you think is the main uh, mystery of the show. Yeah. You you find out uh, who did what. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, a lot of uh, indigenous stuff in this show. Um, with uh, like, what the missing um, girl is from uh, an indigenous tribe, and uh, obviously, a lot of the protests that are going on are like about um, the police not caring. You know what I mean? Like they don't do any work to find these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, he goes to Three Pines, and there's like a big history there. There was a school where all of these. Uh, this is a big deal in in Canada, where all these children, right, were, were are like not not just abused, but murdered and buried in the mm-hmm. fucking like on the school grounds, and and just like uh, forgotten about, and nobody cares. All these indigenous people, and so like that's a that's a big deal in Canada, and, and it's something that they really focus in. Uh, on this show, uh, because even uh, where they're staying, where, where they set up their headquarters, mm-hmm. the woman there is really heavily, deeply into that. She's a painter, and she oh, creates yeah, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. artwork that uh, revolves around all that. So there's a lot of respect given to all that kind of stuff, and a lot of focus given to that. Um, a big, wide, vast uh, variety of characters in the town, as you can imagine, right? Like, you've got uh, the gay couple, and you've got the craggy old hag. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah Booth is uh, the, the girl that we uh, that was in Last Call. She is she is a cop but from a... She's not even from Three Pines, also. Like, she's from another place, too. But she was just closest... The closest cop, I guess, and was first on the scene to whatever... The murder that happens in Three Pines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just funny, it's kind of funny, the character she plays, because, um, so in Scarehouse, she was, like, a real badass bitch, um, and then in Last Call, she was a, a great leading lady, you know what I mean, and she she carried the entire movie by herself, and in this show, she's kind of like a bumbling idiot. Yes. She's very goofy, everyone kind of, there's a couple cops, like, just literally don't even like her, like, they don't even want to talk to her because they think she's an idiot, um, 
anything she does good is kind of like uh it's kind of presented to me like you should be pulling for her like you know what i mean like you like she's uh um what is the word like she's not carefree but she's just like she wants to do well yeah, but she yeah. can't do it all. Like, she can't do many things well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's always kind of screwing up. Uh, but when something good happens, you feel good. Like, that's mm-hmm. why, uh, that's the way I think. It's like uh, an underdog. Presenting her. Yes. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that, that's her role. Alfred Molina, like we said, he's a, he's a major investigator. And he's got a lot of shit going on. And um, that's it. Like, that's the whole setup of the show. Now... I did find it a little slow. I did not know if Pete would continue. Um, so what are your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> this show is like not, it's not made for me. I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah Booth is probably the best part of the show. Yeah. Most interesting, right? Like most charismatic anyways. Yeah. Like I kind of, I care about the, like when this show opens, Alfred mm-hmm. Molina's in his office outside. Huge protest going on. All these indigenous women are missing. I am like, kind of. I'm like, kind of in. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's go, Alfred. Let's fucking true detective this shit. Let's find these girls. Right. <laughs> then we're taken out of it, and we right. go to this like hot fuzz town with all these quirky <laughs> characters. Oh I'm my like, god, Wait, that is what cr- the fuck is going on here? That is a great reference. Hot like fuzz. the death felt like comedic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because like, she was over the top, right? Like everyone is over the top, like Hot Fuzz. You're right. Yeah, I'm like, it was like this heavy drama in the beginning. It felt mm-hmm. like an HBO True Detective yeah. show, and then it, like I said, it turned into Hot Fuzz <laughs> without <laughs> without any action. <laughs> no, very little action. I don't know. The death was goofy. Um, like this, I think it's, there's a montage at the end of episode one where everyone is like getting rid of all the stuff that the writer, I guess, like the painter links them to her. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like why are you guys even like kissing her ass anyway? I don't know. Sarah Booth's the best part of this show. And it's not because there's a six degrees of separation here right um she's just the most interesting and definitely charismatic here right. but i don't i don't know i don't know you you went further than me i only did one episode if you tell me like things change things fucking perk up for the better i could stick it out but if you no, uh, i don't you wouldn't make you wouldn't okay. even make uh you wouldn't make it like i can i can get behind a hot fuzz thing if uh, if like if they're just gonna if they're gonna set up everybody and have a fun mystery, have a, have a, um, um, only murders in the building type mm. fucking, you know, season long thing going on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the first episode of sure, you got to get through this stage. I'm saying to myself, right. You got to get through this meeting, everybody yeah. seeing how everyone's linked. Um, and then let's dig really deep into this. I know there's another thing going on too. Maybe he's doing both of the, and then the second episode comes and it's done. And you're like, wait a minute. What? Like what? How? What I don't like. What are we gonna do from here? Like, is it a murder of the week? Like, is there gonna be another murder? Oh, no. And Pete, episode three, there's another murder. Oh, come on now. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm not kidding. There's another murder in episode three. Um, 
it is still tied into the original plot line of the murder because of the, all the characters we've met and their connections to that. Mm-hmm. So it's still tied into that, but it is another person that is murdered. So we're starting all over again almost. And I'm not, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm down for it. Like I, I don't, I don't think I'll go mm. with episode four to be honest with you. I think I'm done. You can do the tap out, eh? Yeah. It was it was close. Like I was kind of I was kind of engaged that first episode, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "All right, this is okay. This is okay. It's not it's not something amazing, right? Um, but it's something you know. I like a little murder mystery, right? With some quirky characters. But I just feel like there's there were two stories here, which there were, but I think I cared more about the the initial one that they showed us, um, right? And then I don't know what the hell happened there. And uh, some of the acting from some uh, the other people is not not that great. <laughs> no, oh, what, so you know the uh, the guy cop, the one that doesn't like Serbu's character, like he's the one that tells uh, Molina like that she's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, do, is there any backstory to that? I, there isn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, but that's so. This is Donald Sutherland's son. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. It says uh, son of Donald Sutherland and Francine Reset. So I don't know if this is a half brother to Kiefer. Oh, uh, it's Rosif Rosif Sutherland. Oh, like he doesn't look like a Sutherland at all to me. No, he I doesn't. Mean, yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, but again, exactly what you said though. Like you get the hints of that. There's something went on between him and Sarah Booth's character, but it, it's never really branched out yeah i'm like oh did they date did she fucking rat on him because he's like a dirty cop or something like but it just like there's something there but they never got to it yeah and we'll we'll never get to it okay (laughs) (laughs) there's eight episodes i I can't see it uh i can't see it pulling me back i really can't it's just super long it's like you know it's almost an hour every episode and you're just kind of like oh man yeah let's move this along and Sarah Booth's not in it enough to, to keep me that interested. But, I, you know, like you said, she is easily the most noticeable character for me. And uh, it was good to see her get a – this is a pretty big role for her, I imagine. So it's good. I was, la- I was laughing out loud with some of her shit she was doing in episode one. Her calisthenics in the background when we first oh meet God. her. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. She's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a no-go from us on Ooh. Three Pines. We should we play the should we make it official? Yep. I'm tapping out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we did we gave it a go. We gave it a big go. Uh, um any idea anything coming up? Like is it, I feel like we talked about this early in the week. I'm just wondering like has there been something that we've been we've really been waiting on or not that I know, but something's still in my notes. I brought it up. So the last time we were all on, uh, Your Honor is coming back in a month. A month, okay. I think it's January thirteenth. No, makes no sense, but fine, fine. I get fine. <laughs> I mean, we gotta we gotta be there, right? Yeah, we gotta be there. We gotta see what the hell's going on. Did you watch the trailer for that yet? No. No. Is it? Does it give away the what the mystery is or whatever or the problem? You know, I was kind of. Uh, it was like an ad, I think, before like a YouTube video or something. Okay. And before like I knew what it was, it like the editing was like just 
going by me, and I'm just like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, <laughs> I thought, because sometimes um, you'll catch like um, a preview for a show that's already out and that I've right. already seen. And so I just kind of thought, like, oh, that's, oh, this is your honor. Maybe they're just like re promoting it or something. Right. And then I see like fucking Beardy Cranston, and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't see this scene. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> this is coming back? Oh, wait a minute, this is next month? <laughs> you think, I don't know, he's such, a, he's such a big star, you'd think it would be a bigger deal, but it's just like, anyway, season two of this show is going on. He's got a weird career. Yeah. I don't know he if really it's does. like his agent or he's picky or maybe he's just not loved by the masses, but like Breaking Bad's such a huge show. How is this it is, and out? it was so huge for him, like like Emmy after Emmy after Emmy. Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah. And then he goes like he does that Kevin Hart movie, which was a little weird. The wheelchair one? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh They did like Trumbo, uh, right? Was that another one? Yeah. Trumbo. I think I saw that too. I think I've seen all these things and I've seen these things because of Breaking Bad. Like I want to, you know what I mean? Exactly what you're saying. Underwhelmed by everything. Your Honor wasn't bad, by the way. Like we liked Your Honor. Yeah, we loved it. But um, anything in between that and uh, Breaking Bad was just been like, what's going on? (laughs) Shouldn't you have an Oscar by now? Like, (laughs) right? And maybe the <laughs> script she reads looks looks great on paper, yeah. And then it's just not executed well on set, right? Right. But man, like I, he, he could be like a fucking twenty million dollar actor, right? Like after Breaking Bad ended, if there's odds for like like just random odds, like who's gonna win an Oscar, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking like you know what I'm saying? Like um, uh, like Tom Cruise has got to have pretty heavy odds just randomly right and then they'll, and they'll sway up and down every year if he has no nothing coming mm-hmm. out whatever and then uh you know he has like a big drama movie come out maybe the odds get better um or worse if you're betting for him um his like cranston's would have been super high for an oscar after breaking bad like that's the next that's the next step he does a lot of i don't even know if he has a tony he probably does though he does a lot of broadway shit i know that yeah, I don't know. Um, so you, it's didn't he do like, a fucking president like FDR or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, like a huge run. I think that was almost immediately after Breaking Bad too. Is that what it was called? Was that what? It was? So he he took Breaking Bad. He took all the success he had and all the popularity he had, and he went and he did stage for a few years. Hmm. So it's almost like he wanted out of that that spotlight, right? Like he wanted a different spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh no. I'll... Was it? What was it? Oh, was it LBJ? LBJ? Sure. I don't know. One of the three initial guys. Oh, you're fucking dead presidents. LBJ. Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah, that's right. You don't know our president. I do. I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> Fuck them. They're dead. I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right, right. Cranston, we're pulling for you. We're, I, we are. I mean, I'm, but that's it. We loved your honor. But now we're back to what? <laughs> Why are they doing a second season of yeah, this show? Yeah, we love Your Honor. We love Cranston. He's given us another <laughs> season of a show we loved, and we're like, what? <laughs> That's the guy we don't understand it at all. Like what? Okay, poor Cranston. He's trying to give us what we want, <laughs> what we loved, and we're just like, not sure, not sure, Bry. Oh well. Oh, there we go. Uh, 
that's it. That's uh, that's our TV. We'll do lots of uh, I don't know lots, but we'll do a few other shows, uh, such as uh, White Lotus, mm-hmm. um, and some other stuff. Some other stuff we watched in uh, the full binge. But now it's time for our. Let's do it. Where are you? Send the here it is. What you watch this week? Movies everywhere. Can't wait to hear your review. Was it a four on ten? What you watch this week? Last binge, miss. Well, what did you watch? Cause the very next day, Mark Sampson was gay. <laughs> this year, we drank all the beers. Now we're pissing in bottles. We food bitten, now Ammon's high. Lord just pissed himself, I don't know fucking why. Did you like the last Jedi? Should we pass on it then? Well, I guess Garrett would give it a four on ten. Last binge, Miss. Yay. What did you watch? Cause the very next day, Mark Sampson was gay. This year, drank all the beers. Now we're pissing in bottles. Last binge. So good. Our movie. Mm. No. What, say it again. Why don't you lead us into our? our... Oh. Uh, so we watched Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Now this is um, autobiography. I don't know. I I've never <clears throat> read about Spielberg's past. I don't know how much of this is... Like, Spielberg's past to me is dual... <laughs> dual in Jaws? <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's his past to me. Like, oh, do you know about Spielberg's childhood? Oh, you mean the movie Duel? <laughs> that's not it, Jim. That's not, his, that's not his life story. Yeah, so, like, I don't... I've never... I don't know. I'm sure there's a fucking Spielberg book out there. But I, I've had, I don't have any idea. So, like, I don't know how true to form this is okay. to his life. So, um, I got to just take it as, like, oh, just a film. I can't be like... Is that, is that, like, is that fact? Like, you know, like, this is really autobiographical? Like, biographical? Like, like was that said? Hmm. I feel like it was. Are you just assuming it because it's... He's like a, he turns into like kind of like a film guy or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I got that feeling. I'm with you. I got my that feeling from the trailers, like the first trailers I saw. I, I did see like a um, little behind the scenes. Uh, okay. It was like three seconds. I don't know where I fucking caught it or what, but it was Spielberg and his sisters in the house or the set they built to make it look exactly like the house that he grew up in. Oh. See, I would, Spielberg had sisters? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, in the movie, they, he did, so in, of course they did. Were they in Duel? No? All right. Uh, growing up in a post-war, World War II era, Arizona, 
Young Sammy Fableman aspires to become a filmmaker as he reaches adolescence, but soon discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of films can help help him see the truth. I mean, if this is real, this is a this is a pretty damn personal movie. I mean, I don't. I feel like we should have done more research on, on finding out if this is an actual true story in his life because it seemed pretty heavy shit. Um. Hmm. Well, let's let's. Uh, is there a triv? Let's see. Let's look at the triv. Yeah, let's look at the triv. I'll. Uh, so I didn't go to the theaters to see this again. This was a discussion with my wife and myself. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Two. That is two. Two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and she's like, "There is no way I'm going to sit in the theater and watch this because we watched the trailer, you know, because this is just like a drama, right?" She's like, "There's no way I'm going to sit there for this," and she like wants to go see Avatar, and I'm like, "I don't think I can fucking sit there for that." Right? How um, long was this? Two and a half. Two and a half. That's so long, right? Yeah, and. um <sighs> I don't know. I was interested in seeing this. I love Spielberg. I, I'm I'm assuming this is autobiographical, maybe with some fiction sprinkled in there, but I can't right. see it being that far off. So here we go. Third third triv. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rogen told reporters that Steven Spielberg often became emotional on the set during production. It was a very emotional experience. He was crying a lot on set. He said, "It's very difficult. It's di- it's very directly based on his movie." Is something that happened to Wait, him. Wait, you broke up there. Directly based. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, it's probably the key sentence right there. It's very directly based on his life. There we go. And pretty much everything that happens in the movie is something that happened to him. Okay. As we were... Where'd you go? And the answer was yes, 100% of the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Seth Rogen heard our conversation. He's like, bro. Pay attention, bro. Again... I don't know how reliable this trip is. I think anyone, like, if you pay, you want breaking up a little bit. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Let's let's call each other back. Why? On air. I'm gonna call you right back. Just to on air. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Here we go. All right. I hung up with him. Calling him right back. Here we go. Hello. You there? Hello, Peter. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, Peter. I'm reviewing the Fablemans. You want to join me? I have a triv about that. Get out of here. Um, the last sentence was, uh, what, what did I say? Oh, said, I know. Oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Am I breaking up again? Uh, a little bit. Oh, Let's keep going. Um, just that. Oh, man, you are breaking up. Oh, my God. What is going on? Maybe uh, we're not allowed to say this piece of trivia maybe spielberg is listening in we're being podcast blacklisted i know spielberg's like don't worry about it why do you think i didn't call it the spielbergs did you hear all the the quote from seth rogan it was something about him crying on set and it's pretty much 100 yeah, yeah. said yes every time I'm he asked the, him if it's oh what i was saying was oh. if if you are if you pay to be an imdb pro I think you can put whatever the fuck you want in these oh, things. Okay. Right. So you got to take this with a grain of salt. Maybe. I don't know. Listen, this, this doesn't is... feel that far. Yeah. To believe that this is Spielberg's movie. This is probably fucking 70% of directors that were growing up in this time that are established now. 
Yeah. This is probably their fucking story too. But right. Um right. let's get to it. Okay. Hmm. You know what? It's it's I thought there was gonna be I thought there was gonna be a little bit more movie making. Uh-huh. A little bit, like a little bit more. Uh mm-hmm. that I would have liked. I didn't know um you know, I've been hearing rumblings about Seth Rogen's performance. I, I had no idea what his relationship was going to be. Um, I am not a big fan of... Oh, and I like Seth Rogen. I'm not a big fan of Michelle Williams. Um, okay. So that's a fucking downer here. That's going to lose some points. Uh, ca- why is that? I just don't think she's a good actress. Hmm. That's good. I think Jack said it like last week. Something about like... Anne Hathaway and some other actress I think he brought up where it's just like you could just see the acting going on there. I just don't oh. think I see it. And I'm just like, oh, you're trying like too hard. Just take it back. Like there's some there's some actors and actresses that are just kind of effortless. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, they are in this scene. They are right. they are this part. It just seems like Michelle Williams is hmm. just read the sides and is on set this day. No, I'm not a fan. Of she, and she has a lot to do in this movie too, oh so it's gosh. not like yeah. <laughs> it's too much to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did like the story. I like both kids that uh, portrayed uh, Steven Spielberg. I like both of those kids. I think they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the passion the kid had for movie making and film right off the bat with uh, the greatest show on earth. Yes. Um. Score is not standing out to me right now. Uh, Paul Dano is pretty good. Uh, I liked him. He's something different to see from him. Seeing him be a father and uh, compassionate to his son and what he wants to do is pretty great. Um, little long, obviously two and a half hours. Right. Um, man, I wanted to like come out of this with like a fucking 9 on 10, 10 on 10. I don't know if I'm there. I don't think I'm there. Um, unless we fucking like, I got like a number that I'm looking at but um, I don't know. Where, where, where are you at with this? Um, I, I got a lot of the same feelings. Um, I'll say I was probably a little bit more bored than you. Um, I was, <laughs> look, like, so I, I watched this. I mean, spoiler alert, but I didn't go to the theater either. I watched this at, at work, so. Um, and I was just kind of like, I was, I wanted to be really into it too. You know what I mean? Because I heard, you know, I know Spielberg directs it, and then I heard, like, these, they have these raving promotions for it after it premiered, like, best movie of the year. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, let's fucking go. Let, let's get Spielberg back in the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I want that to happen. Yeah. Um, but this isn't, this movie per se, is not the Spielberg that I love. Like, this isn't the Spielberg movie that I love. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, sure, it's his it's his life story, and that can be interesting uh, in one way or other, but it, it's just, it's a, a, a film... Jesus Christ. Uh, as a film-goer, I'm, I'm putting this... I'm really happy I didn't pay to see this. Like, I don't think it's worth um, the amount of money... I would have spent to go see this in a theater. Um, and I don't know if people can get, be upset about that comment or not. I just, 
I go to theaters for certain types of films. This isn't one of them. This is more like boyhood to me than <laughs> than fucking you know the ET. You know what I'm saying? Like I I want to see the ET movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see fucking boyhood. This is this is boyhood. And more interesting, by the way, way better than Boyhood. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get this way right out in the open uh, for anyone listening. I fucking hated Boyhood. I thought it was just a fucking waste of fucking everything involved. Uh, but this, I'm more interested in this because it is Spielberg. It's his life. And uh, he's someone that has just meant so much to me over the years. It's just that when presented this way, uh, ironically, it's not the Spielberg film that I want to see. It's not the Spielberg film that I want to uh, pay to go see. So, um, fine performances all around. I didn't. I don't mind Michelle Williams. I thought she was decent enough. She has, like I said, she has a lot to do here, and she has a lot, uh, a lot riding on her performance. So, I think she's quirky enough to pull that off. Yeah. And you hate her mm-hmm. in a lot of moments, and then you kind of feel like, at least I did. I kind of felt for her a couple times. And that could be said for me with Paul Dano too. I actually liked him a lot more, but then there's times where I kind of was like, what, what are you doing? Like just yeah, fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you kind of hate him at that moment. And then Seth Rogen is, uh, he's a super good douchebag. Like he's just a fucking douchebag. And, uh, he did it pretty well. I didn't even know he was in this. Did you know he was in it? Yeah. I knew. He was in yeah. It. I had no idea he was in it and he just showed up and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, why is he in it? And of course, because he's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> and then Jed Hurst shows up and I can't just, all I'm doing is David, my David. Like I just, it's all the whole time he's on screen. I'm just like fucking uh, Independence Day. Like, you know, like all... scene... Okay, I'm sorry. What? I was going to say, I feel like they could have left that out. That was weird. You know, he's just he like just, in it... and out. Yeah. <laughs> like literally yeah. he walks in the house and he leaves the house. I mean, and that's what I mean. Like it... He walks in and it's almost like they're kind of forcing some charisma or some some oomph. You know what I mean? Like let's get this character in and kinda and kinda beef up dialogue and, and, and uh fucking, you know, family uh dynamics. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it, but then he's gone. You're right. They make a huge I, deal of his arrival. I know. I and know. then it just kinda fucking took the steam out of it. Um by far the my favorite scenes are him in high school. Uh, with like his relationship to the other kids in high school, the film he makes uh, about the was it is it Skip Day or Beach Day or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it is, yeah. like that that whole scene and the conversation he has with with uh, the bully in the in the hallway and all that shit, like that by far yeah. is my favorite part of this movie. Me too, me too. Um, otherwise, I'm just kind of like, uh, it's not a lot, Steve. I know this this is an original movie, and it, sure, we just found out it's all about your life, but this. It's not a lot new here as mm. far as these type of movies go. And I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And, it, and I was, I'm a little bit different than you because I didn't, I didn't feel the runtime, but again, I'm at work. So, mm-hmm. and I think that speaks to me just kind of not paying attention sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, it's over. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just, you just, I just like, I, I'll be working and, and people are droning, <laughs> droning on and I'm just kind of like, all right, well, uh, Something's good. It's gonna happen soon, and then, and then it, it was be, this copy we have just ends like it just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's some. I guess it. I wasn't feeling the runtime too much. There were just scenes where I'm like, get to 
the stuff I want to see. I want right. to see him film. I want to see him look, you know, go through the cameras. And I, I just, that's all I wanted was right. all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The family stuff. Listen, I know it's probably, you know, passion for Spielberg, but, um, yeah, I, I love that film at the end, the skip day. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot here that that could have been left on the, for me, could have been left on the uh, editing floor. Yeah. Uh, when, again, I was, uh, when I was in, when I was in, I was yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when there was some scenes, I'm just like, oh, come on, get to the good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. So, uh, this has got, a, I was just noticing, like, what uh, on IMDb. It's got a fucking 8.2 on IMDb. Like, that is fucking huge. And I can't, I honestly can't believe that. I wanted to go to the theaters for this. Like, I was yeah. really looking forward to this movie. I wasn't against it either, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, I just watched, uh, I don't know if you were on the show. I don't think you were. It's called Director by Night, and it was, um, it's on Disney Plus, and it's a little right. documentary about Michael Giacchino, who directed Werewolf by Night. And it shows, like, him making movies as kids. Like, they show old footage and stuff. And that he, like, reunites with his friends that he made those films with in those locations. And then it's his first time, like, on-set directing. His brother is actually filming the documentary, Director by Night. Right. That is, like, and it's, like, 40 minutes long. Oh. And that is, like that encap encaps encap that <laughs> sums up. <laughs> I just did Alex's bit for real. <laughs> That's like better than this because mm-hmm. it's it's everything that I wanted. It just stayed with film. And there right. is family involved, family dynamics, and uh, Michael growing up in this house, and the parents just kind of yeah. allowing him to do it all. Like, I totally recommend watching that. I don't oh, know if I could yeah. recommend The Fablemans. Yeah I, I, like, yeah, I wouldn't know what to point to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just, oh, that's Spielberg's life. and Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, Spielberg's I wanted, life. <laughs> I wanted this to be, like, Every lover of movies movie. I wanted this to be like, if you're a movie fan, this is going to be our favorite movie. This is what we're going to go back to, to like the love letter of film, but it's, that's not what it is. Yeah. There's parts of it, but it's not heavy. He, he's the greatest. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to film for me, right? Like he he's directed so many of my top twenty favorite movies, it's absurd. Literally absurd. Yeah. I want something bigger uh when it comes to his biography, I guess. And it it I don't want to say it's disappointing. I mean it's a guy's life. I can't be disappointed in his fucking life. I'm just saying the way it's presented to us, it just doesn't it's not that big of a fucking deal. He Oh, he had a girlfriend that fucking broke up with him? So did I. Like, who the fuck cares? 
Like, I don't want Spielberg going through the same shit I did when he, when he was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, I want eccentric, over-the-fucking-top, amazing shit to inspire such a fucking mind that it ended up inspiring me uh, to be such a movie fan. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't... Uh, that's it. Like, I, it just, it's too... It's too plain for me. It's just too plain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Oh, well. All right. So what, what, is it? what is your rating? I feel like my rating's high now, but I'm going to stick with it because I did enjoy it. Spielberg's my boy. There's great moments here. I thought, like I said, I thought the kid playing yeah. was, uh, was great. And I liked mm-hmm. his character, and I liked what he stood for, and you know, kind of felt like I was seeing like a version of me on screen, just like this fucking loner yes. kid likes film, likes movies, yeah. um, wasn't Hates the cool football. kid, uh-huh. um, and and I liked that uh, that 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 spoke to me, but it, it could have been some like I said, I wish this was a fucking like nine, ten on ten movie, and went down in the in the books is one of the greats, but it's not. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go seven on 10. I think it's a soft seven. Like I said, there were some really great moments here, but I just see now they're talking about it. I feel like it's going to be fucking, it's too high, <laughs> but I'm going to go soft seven. Cause I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I, I would love to have been able to give this a soft seven. Like it, it may, it would, it would make me feel better. I just can't, yeah. I just can't. And I, I can't, I'm not even going to go, I don't want to disappoint Jack this week, just this week. So I, I'm going to go six. Like, it's just a six for me. Like, it's just an okay movie uh, with an okay storyline. Yeah. And not, it doesn't, it just doesn't live up to <laughs> the hype of what I thought it created this, this incredible fucking person. This incredible human that has just done so much for film. Mm. It, it just doesn't seem worthy, to be honest. Ah, but sucks. it's his life. I, how can I? I can't criticize the guy's life. I'm just saying. His film, life is a six on ten. Let's be honest. <laughs> a six spell badges. Uh, would we have liked this better if he was a little older and we got to see him? I mean, we get that one scene at the end, but mm. he's not—he's not even in the fucking industry, right? Like, would we want to see a little bit more future? Or is that too like fucking ham ham? So there, I mean, there's there's a bunch of documentaries about the making of Jaws. They're all better than this for me. Yeah, yeah. all of them. I yeah, that I know that's what you're getting at. Like yeah, that's what's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. like the story of the making of Jaws is better than this story. I don't see how any anybody can argue that with me. Not it either. is. Yeah. It's way more interesting. It's way more relatable. It means more to uh, fans of film. It's just a better story than than what this is. So, yeah, that's why yeah. I was saying that director by night movie on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. You should definitely check that out. I totally recommend that. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. all right. Uh, so we didn't do well this week. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Soft Seven's still good and all, but um, we didn't. Uh, okay, free binge. My wife okay. tapped out of. Uh, Fableman's when I think it was like right before like the last third mm. she's just like I'm gonna go shower 
Just like, I feel, I'm, I'm I so feel glad gross. I can go to the theaters. That's what she said. I feel gross. I need to wash fucking spill badge off me. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, people. Um, we're going to catch you on the other side with a full binge where we've been talking about a whole bunch more um, and putting Violent Night directly into the top eight of the Christmas tournament that we have already done previously and see where it stands. Oh, shit. Let's do this. All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bingemedia. Binge Media patrons will get access to the full binge. The BingeCast four-hour show on a private RSS feed. And they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge Media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.